This is Kenneth Brooks, and you ride down the boulevard with a road as smooth as a baby bottom with a brand new bottle of Vaseline, smooth as a pool ball, rolling down an ice hall. It's slippery trickery. You may fall, but if you do, just get up, dust yourself off, head toward the right direction, and the road will lead you to salvation, my brother. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. He has made this day and every other day. And if you live to see this day, you got to give God some praise and thanksgiving for all the things that he has bestowed upon us. He is worthy to be praised. He is full of love, compassion, and steadfast mercy for all those who keep his laws, statutes, and commandments. We were made for his good purpose, and the whole duty of man is to fear God, and keep his commandments. Today on the Brooks Boulevard Godcast Show, I got my good brother Jeff Ashford right here from Birmingham, Alabama. He's, if you notice, I didn't introduce my guest from the Brooks Boulevard Godcast Show today. He's not a guest, he's a business partner. It's Ashford Avenue on the Bruce Boulevard Godcast Show. Ashford Avenue intersecting with Bruce Boulevard. It's my good brother who answers all the questions that come to my Bruce Boulevard Godcast Show. It's my brother that teaches all the lessons, nuggets, and everything that's on the Bruce Boulevard Godcast Show. Anything I need him to do, he's always there to do it willingly. He's a brother that works hard. He's very energetic, uh, very uh, enthused brother on what he do, uh, very prolific, uh, very uh, determined brother to get the word of God out to all the world. He wants salvation for all mankind. Also, I got Brother Alice Huggins as my guest, as well as his reader on the, on the broadcast show today as well. And I appreciate my brother. He's a very humble brother. He's a gentle giant. Good brothers. I love these brothers from all my heart. I love the, the uh, camaraderie, the fellowship we have together. And we got the Jab series, Jeff, Alice, and Brooks. And we're going to look out for that on the Brooks Boulevard broadcast show as well. And right now, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Jeff as he all get ready to teach the lesson today about the everlasting God. Brother Jeff Ashford teaching a nugget today on the Brooks Boulevard Godcast show, The Everlasting God. I'm going to turn it over to him at this time. You got the floor, my brother. Morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Brother Jeff uh, coming to do another nugget on the Brooks Boulevard Godcast show. And today's nugget is called The Everlasting God. The Everlasting God. We're just going to show you that things that God do for his covenants are everlasting. God is everlasting. So um, with that said, we're going to start. And also with, for my reader today, I have my beloved brother, brother Alex Higgins. So brother Alex, 
when you get Genesis 9, verses 8 through 17, that's where we're going to start. Genesis 9, verses 8 through 17. When you get it, my brother, please read. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. Okay, so now we see right here that God is establishing a covenant with Noah and his sons and his seed after him. And this is when Noah and his sons came off the ark after the flood. Go ahead, my brother. And with every living creature that is with you of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. Okay, so he's going to establish this covenant with all living creatures and man. Go ahead. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. Okay, so this this covenant that he's establishing is saying that he shall not destroy the earth with a flood anymore. And he's talking about the living creatures, both man and beast. Go ahead. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Okay. So now this covenant, this agreement that he made between uh, man and all living creatures is that this is going to be a perpetual covenant from generation to generations. Go ahead. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Okay, so now the bow is going to be part of this covenant that he's going to set in the cloud and it shall be for a token, a covenant between me and the earth saying that he's not going to flood the earth. And this bow he's talking about is simply the rainbow. Go ahead, my brother. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. Go ahead. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh and the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. Okay, so again, we see that this covenant is an agreement between every living creature of all flesh that the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. 16. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. Go ahead. And God said unto Noah, this is a token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. That's right. And that token is that boat that he's going to put in the sky and it's going to be a covenant that's established between God and all living flesh that live upon the earth. So now we see God being 
setting an everlasting covenant, an everlasting token, the bow in the sky. We still see it to this day. So now let's go to Genesis, the 17th chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 14. Genesis, the 17th chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 17. Okay, when you get it, my brother, Genesis 17, 1 through 14, please read. And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. That's right. So we see we, God talking to Abram at this time. And let's see what's going to take place. Go ahead, my brother. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. Okay, so now we see what God's going to make a covenant covenant with Abram and will multiply his seed exceedingly. Go ahead. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. That's right. So you see the covenant that he's gonna he's making is that he will be a father of many nations. And he's establishing this with Abram and himself. Go ahead. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but Thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. That's right. So he even changed his name from Abram to Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. Go ahead. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. That's right. So we see that he's going to make him exceedingly fruitful. And will make nations of him, even kings. Read. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seeds after thee. Go ahead. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger all the land of Canaan for everlasting possession and I will be their God. That's right. So now we see that he's going to give him the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession for his seed and his seed after him in the land that he was a stranger. And he said he will be their God. Continue. And God said unto Abraham, thou shall keep my covenant therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations yes go ahead this is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee every man child among you shall be circumcised that's right so now he's giving him the rules of the covenant he said this is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. That's the part of the agreement that goes along with the covenant. Read. 
and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. That's right. So we see that the the the, the uh, token is is that the flesh be circumcised of all the male childs. And he said it should be a covenant between me and you. Go ahead. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man child in your generations, he that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. That's right. So he that is eight days old, shall be circumcised among you every male child, every man child in your generations. Then it's telling you that he that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. Very key. Go ahead and read, brother. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised yes. and, my, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. Again, he stressed it again. He that is born in thy house and that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised. It's a must that you be circumcised and my covenant to be part of the covenant and my covenant shall be in your flesh, in your flesh, for an everlasting covenant. 14. And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. That's right. So that uncircumcised man, you uncircumcised and you coming into the bond, uh, of trying to come into the bond of the covenant with the Lord, you must needs be circumcised. I was circumcised at a later age, myself and a lot of brothers was too, coming into this word and, and then becoming into an agreement with this word, with the Lord. It was something that I must needed to do and that was to be circumcised. So now let's go to Psalms, the 90th chapter, verses one through two. Psalms, the 90th chapter, verses one through two. And again, we seeing that God is an everlasting God. That was an everlasting covenant in your flesh. So now let's continue to read Psalms, the 90th chapter, verses one through two. And when you get it, my beloved brother, please read. Lord, thou has been our dwelling place in all generations. Yes, this is a prayer of Moses right here. And he's saying that the Lord has been a dwelling place in all generations. Key read. Before the mountains were brought forth. Yes. Or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. That's right. So from the beginning, from when you formed the earth, even unto now, Thou is from everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. You still are the God of old and of now. So again, we see that he is still an everlasting God. He still is our God. So now let's go to Psalms, the 93rd chapter. And we're going to read 
verses 1 through 5. Psalms 93, verses 1 through 5. So again, we're going to continue to show that God is a everlasting God. When you get it, my brother, please read. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he girdeth himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. That's right. So we see that the Lord is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. The Lord has done all of this. And he can give us that strength as well. Read verse, I mean, read verse two, my brother. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. That's right. His throne is even established of old. Thou art from, from everlasting. He's going to sit on the throne of David. That throne has been established from the beginning, from of old. Verse 3. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. Keep reading. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yes, he is. Yea, then the mighty waves of the sea. Yes. So the Lord is mightier than the mighty waves of the sea, than the noise of many waters. He is mightier than all of that. Verse 5. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. That's right. So it said thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness become of thine house, O Lord, forever. Again, an everlasting God. The testimonies, the testimonies are of things that have been done that our God did for us. Those are the testimonies that, was, that we can read in the Bible of old and we can read in the New Testament and the testaments, testimonies that we can give ourselves. So now, let's go to the next spot. Let's go to Isaiah, the ninth chapter, verses six through seven. Isaiah, the ninth chapter, and we're going to read verses six through seven. And let's take a look at this everlasting God. When you get it, my brother, Please read. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's right. So now we're going to take a look at this God right here. It said, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So now, this everlasting God that we're talking about, that we 
the only God that we ever dealt with, he's coming in the flesh now. Verse seven, my brother. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Yes. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. Yes. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That's right. So we see of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. So the government, he's going, a government has established laws, rules, ordinances that man has to follow. And it says, it shall be no end upon the throne of David, what we mentioned of, talked about earlier, of old, and said, upon his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and with justice. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So now we're seeing the coming of the everlasting God in the flesh. So now let's go to Isaiah, the 26th chapter, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 5. Isaiah, the 26th chapter, verses 1 through 5. When you get it, my brother, please read. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. Yes. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and for bulwarks. That's right. So this God that we're dealing with, salvation comes through him. Go ahead, my brother. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. That's right. So the truth that this righteous nation, nation is keeping is the word of God, family. He read. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Yes. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. That's right. So again, trusting in this everlasting God. Go ahead. Trust ye in the Lord forever. Yes. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. That's right. So now we see his name before he came. His name was Jehovah. And it said, trust in the Lord forever for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. This is his name before he came. And like he told you that he came of no represent, representation of himself. He came to do the will of the Father. And he told you that he come in his Father's name. So now, read verse 5, my brother. For he bringeth down them that dwell in on high. The lofty city, he layeth it low. He layeth it low even to the ground he bringeth it even to the dust that's right so that's what he's going to do to those high and lofty cities he's going to bring them down to the dust so now again let's continue to go and look just wanted to point out to show to you that his name was jehovah some say yah yahweh but that's who he was before again 
he came to do the will of the Father, and he came in his Father's name. So now, let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 4. 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 4. Just want to say it to make sure everybody got it, everybody's able to follow along. So when you get it, my brother, please read. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Yes, go ahead. And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. You said they all were what, my brother? Baptized. All right. They were all baptized unto Moses. Moses was the intercessor at that time, in the cloud and in the sea. Verse 3. And did all eat the same spiritual meat? Yes. And did all drink the same spiritual drink? Mm-hmm. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. That's right. So now we see that that rock that followed them that rock was simply Christ, Jesus Christ. So now, like I said earlier, he, he was Jehovah, but he took no representation of himself. He came to do the will of the Father, and he said, I come in my Father's name. So what name was he given? He was given the name Jesus. So now, let's go to our last place. Let's go to Revelations the first chapter, and we're going to read verses, I mean, Revelations 1, and we're going to read verses 3 through 8. Revelations 1, verses 3 through 8. The everlasting God. When you get it, my brother, please read. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which were are written therein for the time is at hand. Yes, yes. So look at what it said. It said, blessed is he that readeth. So the blessing goes to the reader and they that hear the words. It goes to the reader and the hearer. And then look who else it goes to. And Keep those things which are written. It goes especially to the doer of the word. For the time is at hand. Verse four, my brother. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. That's right. So now we're taking a look at John and we're taking a look at what John was uh, 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 dealing with. The Lord projected his mind to see the future in, in the book of Revelation. This is a book that even I as a youth was taught to, uh, you know, stay out of because of um, it's, it's dark and it's scary. And, and if you don't have any... Uh, understanding of it you don't need to read it etc but no 
This is a prophecy book as well. And it's a book that definitely needs to be read, family. So please read. When you get it, my brother, read verse five for me. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and, yes. the, and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved him and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Yes, my brother, read that again because I want to make sure the people understood the words that was written in this verse number five because it is so key and I'm going to stop you at, 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 at certain points in this, in this verse. Read. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness? Yes. And the first begotten of the dead. He is the first begotten of the dead. We saw others like Lazarus that rose, but he is the first begotten of the dead. Lazarus lived and Lazarus died again. He is the first begotten of the dead. And what else, my brother? And the prince of the kings of the earth. He is the prince of the kings of the earth from everlasting, uh, everlasting God. Go ahead. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. That's right. He washed us from our sins in his own blood. He came in the flesh and blood body to die for our sins. Our God, the only God that we ever dealt with, he came in the flesh and he died for our sins. Go ahead, my brother. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Yes. Verse 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. Mm -hmm. And they also which pierced him. And all kindreds of the earth shall well because of him. Even so. Amen. That's right. So every eye going to see him when he comes. This is talking about the coming of the Lord. Every eye going to see him, even those, even they also wish pierced him, they're going to see him as well. And all kindreds of the earth shall well because of him. What verse they say, my brother? I am Alpha and Omega. Yes the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the yes, Almighty. Sir. Yes, sir. So he is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the everlasting God, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come the almighty everlasting God. So with that said, family, I hope you got something out of it. Um, I appreciate my brother, Brooks Boulevard, for having me on to do another nugget. And if again, again, if you got questions about this, all I have, and with that said, I thank you, my beloved brother, Alex, for that beautiful reading you done, my brother. And with that said, that concludes today's lesson. What Brother Jeff was trying to inform you was, if you got any questions concerning the scriptures, uh, 
any legitimate questions concerning the scriptures, send your questions to Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S, Boulevard, B-L-V-D, 1987 at gmail.com. Brooks Boulevard, 1987 at gmail.com. If you got any questions concerning the scripture, if you got questions, the Brooks Boulevard God can show has answers. But Jeff Ashford will get these questions answered in a timely fashion. I promise you that. Brooks Boulevard, B R O O K S B L V D, 1987 at gmail.com. And uh, I appreciate Brother Jeff Hashman on the show today. He did a great job, man. A great lesson, man. I appreciate Brother Alex Huggins as well. And I love these brothers. And uh, may God bless you. May God keep you. It's my prayer. And this is Kenneth Brooks. And you riding down the boulevard. I'd love to thank my guests on the show today. May God bless you. And may God keep you. It's my prayer. I'd love to thank all those who support the Bush Boulevard Godcast Show worldwide. We love you. And we appreciate y'all's support. We thank you so much. Traffic may get bagged up and be bad as a kid that has never got a whooping before. But one thing about it, if you whoop his tail, he'll soon straighten up and walk upright. I know you're saying to yourself, what does a bad kid got to do with being stuck in bad traffic? Well, I'll tell you like this, brothers and sisters. Nothing. But I'd rather be a bad, be in bad traffic than be a bad kid getting my butt whooped. My great grandmother be on the books that'll be 107 years old. Her body can do the things that she used to do when she was a lot younger, but her mind was still bright as a hundred mile light bulb in the middle of the forest at midnight. She had a saying, I may not be the sharpest knife in the draw, but I still cut you. She also had a saying that we never should complain about anything because the Lord's been good to us. One night she said to me, boy, all you do is complain. All you do is complain, complain, complain. She asked me a question. If someone had their foot on your neck and they was choking you to death and you couldn't breathe and you was about to die, but God had mercy on you and he had mercy and compassion on you and they moved their foot at the last minute before you took your last breath and you survived, you complain about the footprint in them. She also had a saying, uh, we on Barbara's breath, but make sure you're ready when the Lord buys it back. One thing about it, you can buy a cup of sugar and give it back. You can buy a cup of flour and give it back. You can buy a couple of dollars and give it back. But when the Lord come by with his breath, there's no coming back from that, brothers and sisters. So live every day like it's your last day, brothers and sisters, and treat everybody right and walk up high before the Most High God of Israel. May God bless you and may God keep you. It's my prayer. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.